Hey, BillOReilly.com Premium members, welcome to the No Spin News. April Fool's Day, April 1st, 2020. Fight for your freedom and for your health. So you can't do any April Fool's stuff this year because of the pandemic and people are dying, people are suffering. Everybody's got that. But today it broke out, and I hate to use that uh, pun, but it broke out that the uh, hate Trump media has introduced its new attempt to destroy the president. Now, you should know that I am not trying to defend Donald Trump here when I analyze what has happened today. If you believe the president is not worthy, don't vote for him. And I don't have any problem with that. You're smart enough to know who you want to vote for. But I do have a problem with dishonesty, rank dishonesty. So the contagion in politics have now intersected, and here we go. The Boston Globe is one of the most far-left newspapers in the country. It endorsed Elizabeth Warren for president. Now, you can't endorse Senator Warren unless you're a socialist organization, because that's what she is, and that's what she wants. For three years, the editorial board of the Boston Globe has not said one positive thing, not one, that we can find, and we researched it, about President Trump. The economy, other things, never has the Boston Globe complimented the president on anything. All right. So today, the editorial vote, actually, it was March 30th, March 30th. Okay, so quote, the months the administration wasted with prevarication about the threat and its subsequent missteps will amount to exponentially more COVID-19 cases than were necessary. In other words, the president has blood on his hands. All right, so that is vile, hateful, and it's not true. And I'm a simple man, and here's a simple analysis. Boston Globe editorial board, name me one world leader, one, that warned about the coronavirus. One. They don't exist. Great Britain, Italy, Australia, you go down the line. No one knew this virus was going to become a pandemic. No one knew. Now, today, Bloomberg put out a report that China, the government there, actively lied and tamped down the information that other governments, like the USA, were seeking about the virus. The communists lied about it. It's not a shock to anybody. But the Boston Globe editorial does not point out that at the end of January, President Trump was the first world leader of that stature to stop flights from China to the USA. Um, Other countries allowed the flights to continue. Joe Biden called him a xenophobe for stopping the flights. Boston Globe mentions none of that. So if not one leader in the world raise the pandemic flag in January or even February, how does Donald Trump have blood on his hands? How? So this is a political play. It's a a campaign because the New York Times is in on it, and I'll get to that in a moment, and so is CNN and NBC, to convince the American voter that Donald Trump was derelict in his duty, knew about the uh, pandemic, but didn't tell anybody so that people died, blood on his hands. That is what's coming out of the K Street 
Democratic firms. I, I went over that. Bonner Group, up in Boston, they have a group, a Dewey Square. They formulate policy. It goes out to the newspapers and to the uh, liberal television networks, and boom, there it is. So Trump killed people because he wouldn't tell the truth about the virus that he knew, blah, 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 blah. That is what you're going to hear over and over and over and over. He downplayed it on purpose. He knew the true story. It's a bunch of garbage. It's a lot. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. All right, let's get to Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is uh, Donald Trump's go-to guy, along with Dr. Brisk, Deborah Bricks. Now, Fauci is making some serious mistakes, all right, because he's speculating. And this is not what anyone should do on this virus. Don't speculate. That gets us nowhere. Plan, certainly. Okay, be prepared, absolutely. Again, if you don't think the Trump administration was prepared or ramped up fast enough, don't vote for him. But don't accuse him of purposely killing people. That's, what a disgrace. Anyway, Fauci, I'm going to give you an example of a soundbite that I find objectionable. Go. I mean, looking at what we're seeing now, you know, I would say between 100 and 200,000 cases, but I don't want to be held to that because it's, it's, it's excuse me, deaths. I mean, we're going to have millions of cases, but I, I just don't think that we really need to make a projection when it's such a moving target that you can so easily be wrong and mislead people. That's right, doctor. So don't say 200,000 deaths. Don't say millions of cases. You don't know. Don't say it. Don't get baited into it. It doesn't do anyone any good. Doesn't do those sick any good. Doesn't do those who are trying not to get sick any good. The alarm is out. We know there's a contagion. Don't speculate on it. And now Fauci says, well, even if we wipe it out, which we will, by the way, uh, in the next month or so, it'll come back in the fall. Don't do that. You don't know if it's coming back in the fall. And by that time, there may be a vaccine or a medicine. This is not constructive or helpful. All right, another quick break and then the final thought. All right, here's the final thought of the day. One frustration meets alcohol. So this morning, um, this thing, I woke up, and this thing overnight, unbeknownst, I have no blanking idea why, um, screwed up all my email. That's great, because I got to work. The emails come from my staff. My staff's all over the place, and they're emailing me stuff, and it's all screwed up. This is the first thing that I get after walking the terror dog. All right? All right? Now, everybody's frustrated because we can't live our lives. We have to stay in. We can't do stuff. Everything's changed. 
So we're all a little on edge. All right. And then this, this would have always teed me off, but it, it teed me off more because I'm on frustration watch. You know, I get out, I do my exercise, I do a keep perspective, I'm busy, um, all of that. But, but I understand every person's affected by the pandemic and we're all a little tense. Couple that with booze, get blasted, you got a problem. Frustration meets alcohol. Now, I'm just here as a messenger, not as a moralist, not to tell you what to do. You want a couple of pops, it relaxes you, makes you go to sleep. Fine. Fine. All right? I never thought prohibition was a good idea in the 20s. I thought Calvin Coolidge was full of it. Okay? But I want you to be aware of your frustration level. And when you feel it building, get out of the house. Because you're going to take it out on the kids or the spouse or the dog or whatever. You don't want to do that. You feel it getting a little overwhelmed. You feel it getting a little... And that's normal. It's normal. Mother Teresa had that. Everybody has it. Just get out of the house. Walk around. A little fresh air. Okay? If there's nobody around, you can breathe deeply. If <laughs> there's people around you, you know, a little distance. So be aware. I want everyone to come out of this. I want everybody to come out of this with dignity. We'll see you tomorrow.